Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Have You Heard This? I'm your host, Shonda Gant, and today we're going to hear the story of a woman named Marley Zapata. As all of us stayed home last year in the midst of quarantine, she was actually brave enough to travel to not one city, but two cities in a different country. This is better stated in her own words, and I'll let her tell her story. Thank you for listening. So I would say we got like the news in March, right? Um, That COVID was in the States now and things were going to close down for two weeks. So my first instinct was I need to come home. I can tell you that my flight home from Florida, from Fort Lauderdale, was sausage packed. We were packed. Like, I don't even know if it's legal for them to sell like the seats where the stewardess sit at but there was passengers there, not civilian passengers. It was military presence, but there was military presence on our flight coming to California. Most of the flight, I will tell you, was um, military. And it was people coming from like the um, um, Virgin Islands um, or people coming from like, you know, there's a lot of like military presence in South Florida, but not necessarily a base. So a lot of people that probably were just ready to come home because of the news, because it was only supposed to be two weeks. So my JetBlue flight was packed with people in uniform. I mean, I'm telling you, there were some people sitting on the seats where the stewardess would normally sit. So yeah, that that right there within itself scared me, right? Because like, you don't see that unless you see that in movies. But then I land in LA and LA is like, hey we're chilling we're normal um nothing really crazy and then i would say maybe when i got to camarillo like the week after i got here that's when you really notice a change um as you know we have those two military bases we have point magoo point Wanini. there was actually military presence on the streets and at the grocery store so if you wanted to go to your local bonds which is down the street from my mom's house there was military presence there. So we hadn't gotten the mask mandate yet, right? Um, This was just a week, but there was people like monitoring, like to see if you were sick, like if you were coughing or like, and I cough a lot because I have asthma. (laughs) So like, if you make me laugh, I'm going to cough because of my asthma. So I wasn't able to go inside months because I coughed. And the military i don't know whether he was army navy whatever he was because we have them all here was like i'm sorry i can't have you come in um so that was like in itself a shock um and i'll send you a picture of the tanks going through oxnard um once the pandemic really hit off um it was just like whoa what's going on here um We really did have curfew. Like if you didn't have your work permit where it says that you were um, moving to and from your home to work, you should not been out. The fine was $900 um, here in Southern California. (laughs) So (laughs) if you got caught, you know, good luck. Hopefully you had a form. I mean, obviously like as things started like leaning out, 
the police officers weren't giving as many tickets, but I would say like during the month of April, which was probably like the, the, the month where we saw the most presence of like military and like police presence outside, that's when you really saw, and this is April, 2020. Um, you really saw people staying home. You really saw um, things change like a uh, contactless delivery. So they weren't even bringing it to your door. They were literally leaving it like on your porch um so that you will have no kind of contact with them um a lot of restaurants didn't even have pickup where i would say in florida you were able to pick up um because i'll tell you in a bit i was here in california from march until september and california started easing up around june june our beaches opened but it was like max capacity 200 here in like Ventura County. So you definitely like were spread out apart. You did have to leave by 6 p.m. even though it was like summer. So nightfall for us doesn't come until 9 p.m. Um, and if you didn't leave, you were subjected to a ticket. It had like a cardboard presence right there and then. The ticket didn't say how much the ticket was, but you were subjected to fines. That's what it said at the beach. So most of us seeing that $900 fine that people were getting in April, were very uh, worried like, all right, how much is this ticket gonna be? So we definitely were following rules. And something that you'll see that was like really beautiful is that the California beaches became clear. That has not happened in years. For you to be able to go to the water and physically see your hands, our atmosphere here was so clean. The hill that we have to go up to go towards LA because we live kind of in the valley below um, was green, completely green. You saw daisies, you saw coyotes coming out because there was no people. So like their natural habitat, you saw bunnies um, throughout the whole city. You didn't see anorexic looking poor squirrels. You saw them nice, plump and healthy um, because they were able to eat. <laughs> um, so you really saw like wildlife that wasn't obviously dangerous, but you saw that even like when you went to, let's say around August, I went hiking with a friend and we went to um, Point Magoo Rock. It was so beautiful just to see like everything green behind us normally excuse me it's dry because of our weather around that time but because nobody had been messing with nature it was just allow allowing itself to like grow and be clean um, but I think the most shocking part was that the the beaches the ocean itself was clear um you can find clips and see in the news that like we had coral that came through that was that would light up at night so when you saw our waves it looked like there was um, lights there so if you were out at nighttime driving through pch you wouldn't see just the darkness of the night you would be able to see the waves hit the rocks and it would be like this beautiful light blue um, that would hit and it was just it was just wonderful seeing that but I'll tell you there was a lot of fear at the beginning of the year last year when the pandemic first hit um, we um, left California in September to go back to Florida and there was a drastic difference um, in Florida there was no mask mandate even though there was for the state you didn't see people wearing masks. I'll tell you at my office, we were actually encouraged to come back to work. 
Um, and I worked in a tight space with four people. We had 100% a lot of space between us. However, there was no mask in our tight space and there's no windows in our tight space. Um, and the people who didn't feel comfortable coming in, they didn't have to, but we were highly encouraged. Um, to the point, I'll tell you that they weren't as worried about the pandemic to the point to where we had a Halloween party, our office. <laughs> um, and it was attended by many, many of the office um, members, even members that didn't um, come to the office daily or weekly. Um, and because of that party, COVID was spread and many, many people ended up having the virus. I was tested because I physically worked with somebody this close to me. They were speaking to me who tested positive. Um, so, but luckily I've never had the virus and I tested negative at that time. But just so that you can see the difference of how it was treated here in Southern California, versus in Southern Florida. I can tell you that I went to the beach in Southern Florida and there was nobody with a mask. There was no police presence. There was no um, signs stating that you had to leave at X time. And if you didn't, there wouldn't, there would be a, a fine. Um, I can tell you that I was able to go into any restaurant that was there and, and we were able to sit, even though there was supposed to be no sitting, whether it was indoor or outdoor. Um, because of the, the size of the restaurants in Fort Lauderdale on the boardwalk are pretty small. So that it would be really hard for them to keep us six feet apart if they did have the seats outside. Um, but there were, and people were sitting and people were eating. And I'm guilty because I was one of them. Um, but <laughs> I just tell you that difference. And um, I left to Colombia November 1st. So Colombia, South America. Um, and I was in the city of Medellin, which is one of the second cities in Colombia, second largest cities in Colombia. And it's considered one of the most, um, it's kind of like it's ranged right next to New York and Southern um, South America. So if, if you're coming to like New York, considered to the United States, you would be going to Medellin. Medellin has a metro system. Medellin has public transportation that takes you anywhere skyscrapers. Um, Medellin has businesses and plugins from pretty much all over the world. It's the flower capital of the world. It's um, it's the um, the model and like, what's the word for it? Um, I would say like textile, like clothes and like undergarments capital of South America. So there's a lot of businesses moving there. But because of COVID, you definitely saw the decline in the city and you saw how serious they took it. Um, we got there November 1st, and I would say like the first two weeks, things seemed a little bit normal. We did have like a, a curfew where everybody had to be home by 8 p.m. 8 p.m., everybody, didn't matter. Um, if you got yourself caught, you were getting a ticket, which was $300 equivalent to a million pesos. Um, you can equivalent that to three people's rent <laughs> out there. Um, so that's a lot, a lot of money. They don't make that in, in three or four months. Um, so people were definitely following the rules in December. Once like, you know, the, the, the spirit of the holidays came along, you saw people being a little bit more defiant, but 
because of that, the president decided to lock us down every single weekend. So there was mandatory lockdowns every single weekend from Friday, 8 p.m. till Monday, 5 a.m. because of how people were becoming defiant. They wanted to buy presents for the holidays. They were trying to buy liquor, you know, because parties are coming along. In South America, we celebrate like the 12 um, days of the Virgin. So from December 1st to December 12th, they celebrate the Virgin Mary. Um, and it's pretty much a party. Um, but because of that, we were locked down every single weekend until January. Um, even Christmas weekend and um, New Year's weekend, we spent the weekend with our family and like one of the not so nice areas of Colombia. And you also saw the difference because there people were defiant, they were going out, they were, the, the stores were open. And, but if you were to go on the side of town where I live, it literally was crickets. There was no grocery stores open. There was no delivery service open. So you had to buy whatever you needed to buy. Those Friday nights going to a grocery store, you could be in line for six hours. So you were like planning your day to be at the grocery store that day because you were going to be locked down the whole week and like locked down. But what I mean, locked down is you're not going out no matter how much of an emergency it is. It had to be literally like an ambulance had to come to your apartment complex and show proof that something happened to you or else you could be in really big trouble because it was mandatory lockdown. There was no walking your dogs. There was no none like a casual exercise like we had here in the States or they have in Australia, no such thing. So this is 2020 though, because I've gone back to Columbia since and things have definitely changed a bit more now in 2021. So overall my experience in, in three major cities, I would say um, Los Angeles, in South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Medellin, in Colombia. And now my experience in all three cities is pretty much similar. The only difference is that in Colombia, if you're going somewhere, if you go inside a mall, you have to get your temperature taken before you enter. You have to sanitize your hands and you have to go in the sanitation station and wipe your feet as well. If you don't do that, you're not allowed in at all at all to anywhere <laughs> this could be a grocery store a mall this could be a, a local just little um corner store nope if you don't do that you're not allowed in and of course we don't do that here in the states because that would violate a lot of hipaa and just a lot of things so i'm sure businesses don't even want to um put themselves in that predicament but in florida once we came back Everything was pretty much open. We came back um, February of 2021, um, open completely. Even my Uber driver didn't have a mask. <laughs> and that was a little nerve wracking because uh, he works in the public. And I know that Uber definitely requires you to have a mask. Um, and then when we came back to Southern California, and which was around March, everything was pretty much open. Um, schools the kids could go one day out of the week if they wanted to um to be kind of like social um but you did have to let the school know if your child was going to go beaches were completely open we weren't open to full capacity in southern california so we were still like breaking down the tiers of like red yellow green and so on 
Um, we opened the state completely in Southern California on June 16th, meaning that um, if you were vaccinated, you no longer had to wear a mask and you can enter an establishment without a mask. Um, but this was all being monitored by the people, right? So none of the business can ask you if you've been vaccinated to be able to enter um, the premises or not. And that's still going on now, even though at the moment, the County of Los Angeles has the mask mandate back on, um, but you're still allowed to go places without a mask if you've been vaccinated and there's no way to prove it or not. I would tell you in Ventura County, we don't have that yet. Our cases aren't as high as LA County. Um, people are pretty much without a mask everywhere here in Ventura County and just pretty much living a normal life, except for like, you know, servers at like restaurants or if you're at work, you do have to wear a mask um, here in Ventura County. But I would say um, the pandemic probably opened up our eyes so that we can see how different each state is and how they, they value life, I would say, um, because it's kind of crazy for me to think that we had a Halloween party at my job in the middle of a pandemic but that goes to show the spirit of like the Floridian right they're super free-spirited even though the Californian is very liberal um we kind of adhere a little bit more to the law and followed it than they did in South Florida and in Colombia um I would tell you people definitely followed the laws when it came down to finances but when it came down to like their social life and so on not so much and that's why we had such a, a hard time in um, in December. My last visit to South America was just this last May. The mandates were still happening during like um, times where there was gonna be like a holiday. So like a long weekend, we were there for Mother's Day weekend and um, we got locked down that same weekend. So we were not allowed out. However, unlike before, most like local corner stores stayed open in no matter what type of neighborhood it was in Colombia, we have tiers so if you live in a tier five neighborhood that means you live in a really nice neighborhood um where you will most likely have a grocery store that has that's fully stocked not just like a corner bodega store um so all the way from tier four to tier one they were open and taxis were um working as of last year taxis were not working during the times that you were locked in this year, they were, you were able to go to the airport. You, all clinics where you got COVID tested were open, um, even on lockdown days, because as we were coming back, you had to show proof of um, not having the virus in the States. So we were all being tested throughout the weekend before we came back. So I would say there was a lot of similarities, but um, the States probably managed it a little bit more organized here than they did in Colombia and they didn't have to enforce such like harsh rules as like locking somebody down completely into their home. I would say probably the military presence was really scary last year. Um, it eased out, but I would say it's because um, maybe the news or maybe something that we didn't know that they were saying that California was one of like the epicenters of where the vaccine, the, of where the virus was at. But from my point of view, that's not what I saw. Like I didn't, I live in a town or in, a, in an area where there's a lot of elderly people 
in Camarillo and you didn't see a lot of people in the obituary portion of like the newspaper for you to feel like, wow, California is being hit the hardest um, to where you saw a lot of people kind of fading away or passing away. We didn't really see that here. I can tell you from my experience, having asthma, chronic asthma throughout the whole pandemic last year, I still was able to see my pulmonologist as I needed. Um, I did have to test every week because I coughed, um, because I had wheezing. So those were symptoms of the um, virus. But I didn't feel like as a, um, what is the word for it? A person who would be considered, oh my gosh, I can't think of the word. Um, that would, I can't think of the word. Like having, a, having a chronic illness, maybe. Or... There we go. Yeah. Somebody who's, who's um, predisposed already, kind of. I didn't see that they had any preference between me or anybody else. Like they treated us equal um, in the medical establishments here, at least. And I had access to like Z-Packs, which was something that was being used a lot last year. So there wasn't like a shortage of it. I had access to my inhaler 100%. I actually used three. I used the butyrol, Wixilla, and the nebulizer. And I had access to all three of them, even though those were things that were being used a lot throughout the pandemic last year. I don't know. I think that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing those experiences um, with me and my audience. Any final words going to the remaining four months of 2021? What are your thoughts? I'm kind of nervous that we may see like a rise on the Delta virus here in Southern California, just because we've been open and we've had a lot of tourists. Um, so hopefully everybody's vaccinated or they just don't have the virus and hopefully we could just really enjoy this year because last year was a little bit hard for most of us single moms um, working from home and working out with our children as they continued their education as we're not teachers but we became teachers um, so hopefully this year is just really really good and we end in like a good note and Hopefully those are just rumors <laughs> out there. Um, yeah, stay healthy. I hope you all enjoyed Marley's story. And I want to thank her again for coming on to my podcast. She has a million things to do. And I'm so happy that she took the time out to just speak with me and my audience. I'll see you again on another episode of Have You Heard This? In the meantime, you can find me on YouTube under Shonda Gant. That's Shonda and Gant with two T's. And everywhere else on social media at Shawn News Daily. That's S-H-A-N News Daily. Thank you for listening.